Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Wrestling Podcast. That's wrestling spelled W R S T L I N G. It's all of the graphs, but without the E. Of course, me, G, we're not anti E, we're simply pro wrestling. My name is Liam. This guy is Gareth. Hey. And hello, friends. This is Friday's episode today. <laughs> it's uh, an episode from the past, in the future, or the present, however it works. Time's interesting, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> we got loads to get through. There was so much wrestling. And in the back end of last week that, quite frankly, I needed more time just to munch for it, but I'm excited to get the chance to talk about it today. Gee, you managed to catch some of this in real time. Yeah, yeah. I was really lucky. And so I don't work Fridays, Friday daytimes. So I was able to watch the uh, Nomads No Home Yes Ambitious show live. And I was live tweeting it. Thank you to those that sort of joined me and were interacting. Had a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really glad I got to watch this one live. It really made for a fun experience. And yeah, I've just been much like you, just kind of slowly chomping my way through Best of Super Juniors as well. So it's slowly but surely. Can we just say as well, I absolutely love that the Nomad show has that as their tagline. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if they're, they're, they're answering a question ahead of time. They're getting in there first. Like, no home. Yeah, ambitious. We know. <laughs> <laughs> it's very I like good. It. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, let's let's start there. May as yeah. well. My initial thoughts are just like, what a, I think I tweeted this as well, but like what a really well-built card. Mm-hmm. I really felt like everything built on each other, you know, so it started off, you know, every everything, every segment, every match was really enjoyable, but I felt like everything built on or was better than what came before it, you know, from start to finish, which, you know, in an ideal world is how almost every wrestling card should would be booked but it's not always is it you know you often get a lot of stuff packed in the middle around interval time etc and yeah you're right this one did have a really nice flow to it had a really nice vibe to it Mm. the atmosphere was great i think this is the most indie crowd i've ever seen or heard in japan it really Mm. felt like it could have been here or in the u.s you know it was a a very live crowd making a lot of noise and it's the it's the first uh, Japanese show I've watched since the beginning of the pandemic where the crowd were allowed to vocalize. Well, definitely that, definitely that. And that was nice to have that back. But even beyond that, I thought it was kind of more raucous or kind of mm. less organized. You know what I mean? Like sometimes if you watch a New Japan show, mm-hmm. you don't get those stray chants or, you know, somebody yeah. just shouting something out as much. But in this, it was very wild and yeah it felt like it was a very much an indie show i I enjoyed it a lot i thought the whole vibe of the thing was nice and as you say the pace was lovely too yeah diy in the very best and complimentary of ways yes yes absolutely no i couldn't agree more can we just talk for a second about the banging theme song that they have (laughs) absolutely I wound it back a couple of times. I didn't even need the show to start. That's the benefit of not watching it live. I was like, I'm really jamming to this. This is a good song. Yeah, I I love the whole thing. What a treat as well to get a um, Samir Natsu return as well. Unadvertised. Yeah, a real treat. People were uh, going wild for that on on Twitter. Yeah, that was really cool. I remember um, our old friend Beth Harris being particularly annoyed when Natsu initially uh, retweeted our tweet about being excited about nomads the message <laughs> her was like did you see that like, yeah like, you're a bit pissed off beth like, yeah a little bit <laughs> brilliant shout out to beth yeah that was that was really fun a nice way to kick things off and I, you know i think it did it, 
it gives you an immediate lift something like that doesn't it you're like oh wow this is a nice surprise right off the mm. bat even nicer than you know a warm opener or something so i thought that was a very clever move do you think how much how sort of heartwarming that was for everybody in the crowd and yeah you know, other people at home as well just really pleased to to see see her back yeah 100% so we don't need to go through this blow by blow but generally what were the standout bits for you oh i mean what could talk really positively about literally everything on the on the card lots of new people like one of the things that was so nice for me was seeing people wrestling that i hadn't previously caught um so the tehanma momoka hanazono uh, match hadn't seen momoka gave me like strong some may vibes there just being yeah, yeah. being a goblin uh <laughs> really enjoyed that and also taking the some of the mantra of choco pro you know if it's cute it's legal here <laughs> with the the, yeah, the flower and the bubble gun and yeah, yeah. The, the various instruments of destruction so yeah really enjoyed that and then so many of the people in the the six women tag match the ymz taking on sort of colors you know i'd not really seen beyond yoniyama all of these were I think everybody here was new to me and I just really, I just thought there was so much potential in like literally everybody in that ring. Yeah. Makoto is the one I keep hearing about. Mm. So it was nice to, to see her wrestle. Finally, I should point out as well, this bleeds into a, a question from Mr. Wrestling too, who actually yes. did ask um, which new faces did we enjoy seeing for the first time and are looking forward to seeing more of. So I just thought I'd tie that in. It's, it's basically everybody in, in that <laughs> match there, you know, yeah. and you know, and I hadn't seen um, Kaho Kobayashi before and people, you know, were again going wild for, for her return. And yeah, I think she's she's one to watch uh, absolutely as well. So, yeah, mm. I think that whole middle of the card just of introducing new people to me, like one of the I think one of the things that was really helpful for me was every match, though, had like an anchor in it for me like every match had somebody that i knew mm-hmm. so there was nothing where i was like oh all these people like i don't know what anybody's deal is um i really liked having a bit of an anchor to every match and helped introduce these new faces to me obviously not everybody's gonna have had have that same experience but very subjectively thanks nomads <laughs> <laughs> yeah i should say um you know from my perspective car was the one i was gonna mention i thought she was brilliant and it's totally different so animated mm. and yeah i was having a look on her cage match earlier see she's done a, a lot of work in cmll or at least oh, um, certain visits and i think you could really see that lucha influence mm. as well um but that was a really fun match and she'd probably be the one that i'm most desperate to see going yeah, forward yeah. i did also enjoy and you have to forgive me folks this was my first exposure to um, yuki takase and that's That'll come as a shock to a lot of people because she's very much a, a name on the rise and a name that I see elsewhere. But um, this is the first time that I'd seen her. I thought she was really good as well. Yeah. In both matches, I should point out. But um, <laughs> in, the, in the main event in particular. Did you see, I believe she is going to be facing off with Mia Master It's next yes. I've seen. In Deadlock Pro, which we'll talk yeah. about a bit later on. Yeah, absolutely. That's one, certainly one to, I'm champing at the bit to see. And, yeah. you know, Certainly, whoever's booking Deadlock Pro, kudos, you know, like you're knocking it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely killing it. Well, we'll get on to that a bit later, but yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, so yeah, overall, I thought this was a really, really fun show that flowed really nicely, yeah. had a lovely vibe to it, and just 
had me itching for more basically yeah, 100%. so you know overall job well done yeah i think it succeeded on every level that it set out to you know every everything that it wanted to do it did really well and i think like you say one of the most important things is it's it's left us wanting more like hmm. before the little there was like a little vid another little video at the end announcing show two i was like mm -hmm. show two when i need it i need it pump it directly into my veins i want more nomads i want it now where's my elephant <laughs> can we just also talk about this main event a little bit because i love this match i thought this is really really good stuff so this was Takase and Ryu Mizunami, who, by the way, is an absolute megastar now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, proper star quality against uh, Mai Hiki, who we had the pleasure of speaking to uh, the other week, and Rina Yamashita. I thought this was a banger, really yeah, good match. Really. And above all, made me really desperate to see Ryu and Rina in a singles match. Mm. I'm sure it's happened. So if any of you guys listening have seen a singles between those two, do let us know. Yeah. I'd be really interested to see that. Point us but in that, that direction. That I that was my main takeaway. I was like, mm. man, can, for Nomads too, could we just break this into two singles <laughs> matches? You know, proper oh, SmackDown yeah. booking. But I'm I'm into that. That would be good stuff. Yeah, not to sort of relitigate things too much, but also just Asuka and you as a tag team. I, I just really love that sort of combination. <laughs> yeah, I think Asuka's really going places. Yeah, um, hugely. You know, one. And um, Asuka just main evented the Hanakamura, you know, second show mm. today as well against Shuri. So getting some big, big matches. Yeah, absolutely. And rightly so. So there we go. That's Nomads in the books. I thought it was a really good opening yeah. effort from them. Looking forward to seeing more. A plus. A plus and looking forward to see, hearing more of that banging theme song as well. <laughs> I think we might replace ours with that. That was That'll great. keep you coming back time after time. Hell yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay, let's take a little mini break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the opening rounds of the best of the Super Juniors in New Japan. See you in a bit. And we're back. So we're going to dive into uh, nights one and nights two of best of the Super Juniors 29. Mm. What are your thoughts so far, Liam? Well, we had a question through from Emmanuel, who was asking which talents brought in for the best of the Super Junior 29 that we weren't as familiar with had impressed us the most mm. and they mentioned titan titan's definitely been great oh, hell yeah i have seen him before i think in a previous tournament a uh, previous best of super juniors i forget what year that may have been though but regardless he looks about a million times yeah. better than i remember just yeah top draw that night two main event against el desperado was Mate, something to yeah. behold just off the top of my head he hits an absolutely crazy beautiful tornado ddt's like rope assisted that look beautiful oh my goodness his top rope asai moonsault as well oh. so good so good and then what a talent you got the match with linderman as well which was just one that's my kind of crazy those two together is wonderful stuff so yeah and the thing with t-town as well is it really goes to show that there's huge huge talent in cmll mm -hmm. but by the extraordinarily challenging way that they set up their programming <laughs> for international viewers you just don't see yeah, it you'd like, never there's know. other good people there mm. but you know because there's this crazy model where you've got to buy the show on Ticketmaster and watch it live you know at Mexican time and you don't get any replays or anything like that it's just crazy mm. you know just 
just modernize it just a yeah. little bit. It's painful for us because we really have set out to only talk about and watch stuff that we can do so legally, you know, without sort of having res- resorting to illicit means. So yeah, unfortunately, CMLL stays on the uh, very rarely talked about list. Yeah, unfortunately so. But anyway, nice to see Titan and couldn't agree more. Mm. Um, but yeah, in terms of people that I was less familiar with, the one that's really stood out thus far is Alex Zane. I haven't yeah. seen a great deal of Alex Zane. Um, Same, he's greatly impressed. Yeah, he's done really well. I think you know a lot of the, the foreign talent have been given a real platform right yeah. off the bat to establish Usually. themselves. And that's great. That's been really fun. But I think arguably he and Ace Austin the most mm. you know they, they've both done really good work and we've spoken about how how brilliant ace austin is before yeah we it's really nice enjoy to him. See him getting that sort of shine but yeah zane's been really impressive yeah. uh, like what he's doing and i've enjoyed him on twitter as well funnily enough just <laughs> getting into japanese culture oh, yeah. it's been know. very cute him and him and ace austin take japan yeah it's been yeah. it's been a lot of fun yeah so new fan for sure on the other side of the coin though just based off of nights one and night two, I've got to say, Francesco Akira has been underwhelming. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't kicked off yet for Akira. I think it's coming, but it hasn't kicked off yet. Bar that really cool finishing move that he does. Mm. Um, but yeah, beyond that, it hasn't he hasn't caught fire in a way that I expected him to. Mm. But he's very good, so I'm led to believe. So you know. We'll give him time, fingers crossed, that he comes good. The other thing that I would love to just mention here is very disappointed that Doki beat L. Linderman in certainly in theory, but but Doki's really stood out to like this. Like, where's this Doki been? Right. So I had this in my notes to talk about, so I'm glad you brought it up. I, I think Doki's been really good recently and he's been really good in this particular tournament. And I agree, like before, I don't know if it was, I didn't quite buy the look or he just felt like a bit of mm. a bolt on, but I, I'd never really invested in Doki. And it always felt a bit like, you know, in Mortal Kombat, you've got the Linkway ninjas and you've yep. got Sub-Zero and you've got Scorpion and those are the ones that have got all the backstory mm-hmm. Reptile to an extent but then you've got like Rain Ermac, <laughs> Noob Cybot T- Tell me oh, one don't, thing don't, about don't them be, don't, uh, Noob Cybot, how can you Tell me one thing about them right, I don't know anything I can, about the backstory and that's, That was how I felt about um, Doki within that stable mm. but, but now finally it feels like he's starting he's to get to his own yeah. yeah and so I know what you're saying I was like oh Lindemann lost but by the same token Doki feels like the real dark horse in yeah this exactly one. like yeah. and again one move here that really stood out for me he does this like it was almost like a kind of bit tour of the islandsy like throwing them around into a um, fisherman fish is either a fisherman or a northern light suplex that looked fantastic i'd never seen anything like before yeah. you know busting out some really interesting offense here and i just i do wonder whether this tournament is going to prove to be a bit of a coming out party for doki much like it was for el desperado two years ago i think so i think you could be onto something there um and doki's probably one of the ones that I'm going to be watching more keenly going yes, forward, absolutely. which certainly wasn't the case when when this started. So yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, I couldn't agree more. The other kind of surprise for me was uh, Wheelie Utah's best Super Juniors campaign, getting off to uh, a rocky start with a loss to Robbie Eagles. Uh, one of the one of the matches of the 
matches I most enjoyed of the two nights, though, so far. Yeah. I think, you know, Eagles is very, very good, but I was just expecting Utah to come in with an immediate win. So some, uh, not to say much like the Doki L. Linderman result, surprising, but not necessarily bad. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Just on Robbie Eagles, he's so great. Mm. I don't understand how he kind of flies under the radar a little bit. But he's such a good wrestler. Yeah, you know, absolutely. everything he does is brilliant. He doesn't miss. He just doesn't miss. He's he's an excellent wrestler. So, yeah, fair play to Robbie Eagles. Sometimes more bandanas than men, but you know, you'll, I'll let him off. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm in many ways. That's not. I think it, I was surprised initially they lost that first one, mm. but you know, now it appears that it's a trend and perhaps part yeah. of the story. Yeah. So yeah, be interested to see where it goes. I very much am like everything with these sort of tournaments. I've oftentimes they're so, I feel like oftentimes they're so intricately booked mm. that there's not, you know, there's a loss happens. It's usually, it's usually for a reason or there'll be a trend, you know, or they might like catch fire in the back half of the tournament, you know, like there's, they usually give you a reason why it's not just like, and there's no putties really in this tournament. No, there's no putties at all. Putty, 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 putty. No, you I know, agree. Clark Connors, maybe, you know, is like probably the lowest on, you could argue maybe the lowest in the pecking order. I do hope he racks up some wins though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's been looking great. But yeah, I really enjoy this. I thought night two was head and shoulders above night one. There mm-hmm. was really nothing for me on, on, night one, on night one that was anything to write home about. No, it wasn't as it wasn't as exciting. Night two is where it all seemed to kick off. Just on the the wheelie Utah thing as well, though. I'm intrigued to see if this plays into the Forbidden Door pay per view of mm. AEW. You know, mm. where he's getting a lot of people now that are getting non-title wins. Are we going to see a pure maybe a pure title match? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did an RH show. You know, the same weekend, so maybe yeah. there's one or there's two defenses. You know, Despy versus Utah in the US would be pretty awesome. That'd be um, lovely. But yeah, it's intriguing, isn't it? I just think as well, you know, I've said this before. I think I've even written this as well, but El Desperado for me is very much replaced Hiromu as the most mm, interesting junior heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. But now, in addition to that, he doesn't just feel like the most interesting. He feels like the best one. You yeah, know, definitely. He, he very much feels like the champion. Yeah. Not in a transient way. Like he's the man to be. He's got that presence to him. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And I, I think as well, like, I really like that he's still got that edge, you know, like ripping at Titan's mask in yeah, this match here. Yeah, he's and, a bastard. You know, still. he's not, he's yeah. not just become just, you know, just because I think the fans have greatly warmed to him. He's, he's not started being like shaking babies and kissing hands. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Um, somebody else that may be having uh, a slight personality adjustment is El Fantasmo, though. There's mm. a lot of, a lot of comedy stuff going on here, which is which is quite good fun. Uh, I like his Ode to X Park stuff mm-hmm. as well. And yeah, I wonder, you know, Kevin Kelly's made the made the point a few times that he's talked about bulking up for the G one. He is a tall man, so yeah, he's a big dude for the for the weight class, if you like. So I yeah. wonder if that is the direction they're going with mm-hmm. him, and maybe we see him as a heavyweight sooner rather than later, or populating that never division. I'd be pretty into that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think that would work quite well. Sure. You know, there's a, there's a couple of guys here that are maybe that maybe have gone to the Shingo school of being a a junior heavyweight. Yeah, show is another good example. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. 
yeah, it's it's been a really fun tournament so far. I feel like there's a lot more to come yeah. though, but so far so good. You know, there's there's enough spice in there to keep it interesting. So yeah, looking forward to certainly looking forward to night three um, with El Fantasma and Titan as well. For me as well, like it's the most positive and charitable I've been feeling towards New Japan in quite some time. Like it feels, you know, with the inclusion of of all the all the guys from outside of New Japan, it's just made it exciting like it it was sort of pre pre pandemic for me sure. you know it feels like the new japan of of old really looking forward to seeing where this goes i don't know if you caught kevin kelly's tweet today that it's sounding like end of may the vocalizing sort of restrictions will be lifted at new japan shows mm-hmm. so once we make it to the i think the finals of june 3rd so we could have an audience that can uh, shout and cheer and boo you know come the finals so yes yes please makes all the difference yeah no good stuff good stuff we're gonna stay with the best of the super juniors as the tournament progresses so keep it locked for more commentary yeah, on that. i would imagine sort of each each episode going forward we'll try and cover another couple of installments of the of the tournament yeah let's not specify too much right. <laughs> don't wish to over promise and under deliver yeah yeah no of course speaking of over promising and absolutely delivering though may we just dip quickly into deadlock pro wrestling dpw um i had a chance to catch their fire show which is on youtube for free i believe this is a series this is my first exposure to deadlock so i'm not entirely sure if that's the case but it certainly seemed that there was a lot of content on there and they of course had the singles match between konosuke takeshita and adam brooks both two-time guests on this here podcast um and man that was enough to reel me in Mm. honestly if you have 10 minutes of your day available go and watch that match for free it'll be the best possible use of 10 minutes you know even more so than having a route or anything like that shout out to brooksy um (laughs) (laughs) go go and check that match it's so much fun you know takeshita is greeted like an absolute megastar and he looks massive in there as well and brooks he gets a good reaction but the, it's clear that the folks are there for take but the match is structured in such a way that brooks he gets over big with them and then it turns into an absolute firefight like this is a sprint you know 10 minute sprint amazing if you can imagine that hard hitting tons of fun spots Take shouting like let's fucking go at one point as well which is great it's like oh crap went mental <laughs> it's just it's just a really mm. fun match and actually as an hour's worth of youtube television this was a really fun show there was yeah, a yeah. five-way scramble beforehand the likes of andrew everett gringo loco yoya some of these guys from the u.s scene that cool. were really good fun that was good fun kind of car crash scramble that you used to get at the start of an rh show mm-hmm. that kind of thing and then a really fun women's match um, with somebody who I was really impressed with, uh, a woman named uh, Rachel Rose, uh, defeated okay. Angelica Risk. If you watch or keep abreast of the AEW Dark shows, those names will be familiar to you because they both appeared on there. Mm. That was a really good show, but um, Rose has a lot of charisma. I was really mm. impressed. She was quite captivating in 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 this match so one to look out for for sure but yeah just thought i'd bring your attention to that one and as gareth said there's more fun stuff on the way from deadlock pro so well worth subscribing to their youtube channel and taking a look as well as continuing coverage of best super juniors we'll continue coverage as i'm dubbing it take watch 2022 <laughs> yeah yeah it is a bit of that isn't it I, I'm, I can't wait to see his stuff in pwg really does seem to be absolutely making the 
biggest possible splash uh, over in the States, our, our old pal Take. So yeah, couldn't be happier for him. No, I really can. I just uh, I feel very very happy every time I see him wrestle and get big reactions like that. And he must mm-hmm. be having a, an absolute ball as well. So yeah, good on you, Take. This good is, stuff, this man. Is a light. Absolutely. All right, I think that's pretty much it for this week. We're all caught up. Lots of interesting bits on the bubble for this coming Friday's episode. Not quite sure which shows we're going to choose yet, but we will let you know on social media in due course. Um, to keep abreast of that, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. It's at WrestlingPod. That's Wrestling about the E. You can send us an email. It's WrestlingPod at gmail.com. Again, Wrestling about the E. Really enjoyed having a couple of questions as well this week. So, you know, by all means, feel free to send those across as well. Really enjoying getting yeah, those. They don't that have to even necessarily be related to anything we're talking about in particular. You just got general questions for us. Or even wrestling. It doesn't yeah. even have to be about wrestling. Yeah, if you've got a conundrum, a dilemma you're facing... <laughs> Are we going to pivot and become a uh, sort of agony aunt show? We'll solve I think your problems. We do a good yeah. job with that. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I want to hear about your problems. We're listening. So look out, McElroy brothers. <laughs> um, all the links you'll need is wrestlingpod.com. Again, wrestling about the uh, links to where to listen. A uh, good place that you can forward the show on to new people that you think might enjoy it, and also our personal twitters. Feel free to hit us up on there. That's always a good time too. If you wouldn't mind uh, rating and reviewing the podcast on your platform of choice, that would be much appreciated as well. And I think that pretty much does it for all of the business as usual. So, folks, uh, we'll see you again on Friday. In the meantime, have a wonderful week. Stay happy, stay safe and enjoy the grabs. Mm-hmm.